Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now our next guest is a very proud mammy of two incredible young men. In December 2009, Hussein and Hassan Ben Hafaf were born in London, conjoined from chest to pelvis. They underwent a life-threatening separation at just four months old. And this month, the 12-year-olds won six medals at the Disabled Sports England Junior Championships. Hossein and Hassan's mum, Angie, is on the line now. Morning, Angie. Hi. <laughs> Lo- Lovely to catch up with you. And you too, yes. We're so excited to talk about uh, the boys' success and everything they've been up to. Yeah, lots going on at the moment. And thank God for a change. It's good. No hospitals since March, so... Oh, oh wow! I know. And did I read that the boys have had like fifty procedures at this point? Fifty different operations. Yeah. We're near sixty now. Yeah, 60. because um, Hassan had two very serious surgeries in March, and he was in intensive care twice after that. And so what was the operation that he was going through? They were on his spine. He had the congenital scoliosis, and um, they had to remove a chunk of his vertebrae and also spinal fusion. He went through a really, really hard time following it and uh, is still actually recovering. So I was quite amazed he was able to compete, if I'm honest. Yeah, well, this is what's so wonderful about their story. As you say, it's good news. You guys have been through so much, but it just shows how far they've come. Would you mind just briefly explaining what Hassan and Hussein went through when they were born and now what they're doing these days in terms of, of winning competitions. So, I think we need a week-long program. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and a large bottle of wine. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But do, but take um, us back to the, to the separation. Okay, so I, I suppose first of all, what was amazing about the athletic, athletics competition that um, they did over in the UK was it fell on the 13-year anniversary of us finding out they were conjoined at the first scan. So that was an incredible date, I suppose, you know, for them to compete and to do so well. But they were separated in April 2010. They shared everything except the heart. And... Um, Following the separation, they were left with half of everything and um, congenital scoliosis on one leg. They've been wearing a prosthetic leg since they were two and their wheelchairs have never gone to school. Um, So then on the evenings and weekends, we have what we call leg-free days. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yes, gas. We could often be somewhere and, you know, there'll be, you know, a silence and you'll hear one of the boys say, Mommy, can we take off our leg? You know, and you'd have a million heads turn. (laughs) (laughs) Not a question you usually hear around the place, yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, the fact that they were born with their own hearts, that gave them the best chance of survival, wasn't it? And and how do you get around Mm -hmm. medically if you were sharing other organs? How has that been managed? So uh, only for Hussein's heart was on the right side, uh, there would have been in trouble. But Mm. they were able to uh, have the liver, which regenerates, and they were left with one kidney each. And, um, you know, I suppose everything else, we've just either had surgery for it or uh, medication or the boys just literally getting on with this, you know? Well, you say getting um, on with it, but I think that's probably underselling the effort that the boys have put in because they have just competed in these Disabled Sports England Junior Championships and they've taken home six medals between them. They did, indeed. They, it was an emotional day, let me tell you. Um, 
and you could see the joy on their faces, you know, that they were after competing abroad and they went over with four other teammates and uh, they were calling themselves the Fab Six. (laughs) (laughs) So it just made them so eager for the next one, you know, they're they're after getting a taste of what it's like to compete abroad and um, it's literally, you know, onwards and upwards. And what, what what sports were they in, Angie? They do discus, javelin and shot put. And um, I suppose what I'm finding really hard is an athletics club in Munster to take them on. Uh, there's not many places will take on kids with a disability. So right. anyone listening that might like to train two upcoming little athletes, you know, uh, would be thrilled. But they just go down to the field here and they, you know, practice their discus and uh, their javelin and stuff and just make sure there's no one around. Well, obviously, they're practicing <laughs> and they're doing really well if they're coming back with six medals between them. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, just imagine what they could do with the right coaching. And I see pictures yeah, of one them One of climbing. the other parents last weekend said yeah. that, you know, he said, God, if they did this well, you know, without coaching, can you imagine where they'd be if they got a bit of coaching? And um, even over the weekend, now Hussein got a new uh, personal best on his discus um, he went up by a metre, so he threw it at eight metres, 45, um, you know, which is great for a little 12-year-old. Mm. And, um, and so it's lovely. It's lovely to just watch them, you know. And I can't take my eyes off them. They just, they really, really make me proud. And I love that they're doing what they love doing, you yeah. know. And I see pictures of them climbing as well on a climbing wall. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of people. I'm looking at one fella across the, ro- the studio from me here who wouldn't get up on a climbing wall. Um, never if mind you, with one leg. If eight men had the pulley system and they could hoist me to the top, I might do it. But that'd be about it. But so, how they have that agility on the walls, which are, it's no mean yeah. feat. It's literally, when I see them, like they asked about four years ago if they could try wall climbing and they have great upper body strength and you know like everything you know I I just kind of say you know why not we'll try it what's the worst can happen you know um, so we went out and they climbed to the top of the wall and they kind of touched the ceiling made a point of touching the ceiling you know <laughs> and uh, like I was like a big idiot because I got up just a tiny bit and I was asking the instructor, could he please help me down? He just said, step down. You know, so. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be like me, Angie, I think, yeah. Oh, hi, I'm you like, you're four inches off the ground. <laughs> they're, like they're literally like Spider-Man going up the wall. So the last time they were at uh, Awesome Walls here in Cork, they did all uh, 12 adult walls and touched the ceiling of each. And um, they love it, you know, they're little adrenaline junkies and I suppose they love the fact that, you know, they can do these things and mom can't. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But also, the encouragement that you guys give them is plain in the sense that they say to you, can we try climbing walls? You go, yeah, of course you can, as opposed to oh, I don't know now, would you be able to do that? Like, you're getting straight in and giving them the opportunities to find things that they love. Yeah. If they were probably my first kids, I'd probably been scared and wrapped them up in cotton wool. But the boys just have kind of proved everyone wrong from the get-go. So I suppose my own mindset from the start was, why can't you do it all, you know? And I've always told them since they were small, you can do the same as every other kid, but better. Well, and, um, the medals to prove it now. Yeah, they've just, I tell you what, my heart is just burst in my pride. And it's so lovely because the start of the year was so, so painful and so hard to see Hassan in, in Crumlin for five weeks. And um, to just see them shine and, you know, succeed in something that they love, it's all any parent, really.
Absolutely. Know? Well, look, pass on our pride and our congratulations to the boys. They're doing phenomenally well. And hopefully, as you said, someone in Munster will be listening and will have a club for the boys to join so they can take the athletics even further. I know they want to do track as well, don't they? They do, yeah. They're mad to do the track racing. And because of, um, you know, how they're built, Paralympics uh, coaches feel that they're actually made for the sport. Right. And they're really fast as well at it. Mm. But we just can't get them tractors. Tractors are really, really expensive because so they have to be specially made. Mm. But it's something that Hussein said at the games in Coventry. He said, Mum, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're here competing in track next year. So <laughs> Brilliant. I was like, Thanks, son, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, and who would argue with them in fairness? Angie, absolute pleasure talking to you. And uh, thanks for sharing that very inspiring story. And we wish them the best of luck. Can't wait to see what they do next. Lovely. Have a great week. Thanks, Angie. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.